I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 117, and today we're talking about The Replacements. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, throws all of his old trophies into the ocean, Jimison. Uh, that's not far from the truth, actually. <laughs> I got to my new job at the band room eight years ago, and I took all the trophies and threw them away. Nice. I said, "Wow, we don't need a fifth-place color guard trophy in this room. So I get rid of it. Suck it, old person that used to run this place. Um, corny, Nadishka! Logan? <laughs> I figured that would be the one. That or uh, Jumbo eating the... Uh, Eggs. I thought about that one too. About the um, only a crazy son of a bitch would eat eggs before a football game or something like that. But I figured that would be too on the nose. Uh, oh, so oh, but, oh, before you go to Sam, I'd uh, just like to point out that I too threw away uh, old trophies in my band room <laughs> when nice. I was te- when I was teaching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, good to know. And Sam does the electric slide to get out of jail vector. I've decided just like Keanu Reeves. To do this underwater tonight, so that I can relate to his character. You sound like the guy from uh, Futurama. <laughs> oh yeah, you, Doctor Zoidberg. <laughs> Doctor Zoidberg. Yeah. Wow, people like me. Yay! Oh. Well, that was pretty good, Corny. All right, we can we can, we can add that one to uh, one of the voices you can do. Cool. Um. <laughs> all right. Well. Yeah. This yeah. is this is it. This is two thousands. Yeah, yeah, two thousands. The Replacement, starring Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves. Uh, it's a football-type movie with footballs and people getting hit and things like that. Um, so Not for more true. about this movie, uh, Andrew has a lot of words to say about it. When the NFL Washington Sentinels go on strike, the team's owner calls former NFL coach Jimmy McGinty out of retirement to coach a ragtag team of replacement players to finish the season's last four games. It makes it sound like only Washington was the only team that went on strike. Yeah. Like, that's not how it would work. But anyway. Can I read the other one? Them. Yes, please, oh, please, yeah, please read the IMDb one. Here's what IMDb says. During a pro football strike, the owners hire substitute players. The end. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Once again, IMDb. I now know the entire plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, all the nuances. Or... or. Uh, even shorter, Counter Reeves throws a football a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is 2000, uh, The Replacements. It's a football movie. It's a comedy. Are we sure? Uh, are we sure what? I don't know. This is a football movie. 
Yes, this is a okay. football movie. All right. Why wouldn't it be a football movie? I don't know. It is a sport comedy. Is there? Is there is, I would say, is that a? Uh, is that an argument? Like, no. Because no. so, some people argue, like myself, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and some people argue <laughs> against it. Um, so like I everyone else. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say Every. everyone. Not everyone else. My wife certainly does. I, I I have known many people to agree with me. Really? Oh yeah. I have I have lots of work friends and other people. I'm surprised the fact that the three of you don't agree with me. Truth be told. No, no, I, I, I agree. no, I agree with you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a it's a movie set in Christmas, just like uh, Iron Man, three. Three, yeah, and yeah. it's about bringing family together and overcoming the Grinch. And, and there's a man in a red suit who drives a really awesome vehicle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he brings like gifts the, to Team evil America, people. World Police. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, the all the vomit scene still gives me nightmares. Um, speaking of vomit, this movie had that. Um, I, yes. I, can I can I assume that we've all seen this movie before? This view, oh yeah, lots. This is a classic in my head. Okay, yeah. I had only seen this once, maybe ten or eleven years ago, and I hardly remembered it. All right, good. Wow. So, this, uh, so you're kind of the uh, the fresh perspective, so to speak. Yes, you were the grass before the Ed vomit. Right. <laughs> You're the wind beneath my wings. Thanks. Nice. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear what uh, you have to say about this. And so um, with that being said, I will let you start us off. Okay. Well, I vaguely remembered it. And uh, so I didn't really know what to expect <clears throat> or remember what to expect. And so I uh, kind of went in it with a fresh set of eyes and wanted to really like it. Uh-oh. But I did not. Oh! Um, there were some moments that I thought were funny, and there were some moments that I thought the acting was really bad. <laughs> um, and I just did, didn't... I'm not a huge sports fan as when it comes to movies. Like, I, I would rather watch a game than to watch a movie about a game, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. This one just didn't really do it for me. All right. Well, we uh, each to their own. Yep, that's certainly fair. That's why we we had because you're wrong doesn't mean that we (laughs) kill you. Well, I figured it would be that way. No, that's okay. We've had episodes before many times when it was the three of us versus Chad, or the three of us versus Sam. So, uh, and I think the three of them versus me has been a couple couple times too. That's a running theme throughout our podcast. It's usually three versus one. It's very rarely (laughs) two versus two, actually. Yeah. Right. There were just Sam some just to be jerks. There were just some moments in in the movie that I, I thought the comedy was not. It wasn't inventive comedy. It wasn't groundbreaking comedy by oh, any means. Yeah. It was. It was. I saw that coming from a mile away, and yeah, that's probably a gag that I would have done if I was making this movie because and, I'm not that funny either. And thirteen, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh no, you're not. You're not wrong on that. Um, I, I was actually looking at what this director has done, and this is what he's known for: is actually comedies. Like this, all he's ever done is comedies, along with other garbage. Um, I shouldn't say that. That's mean. But I mean, I, he did like five episodes of True Blood and American Horror Story and stuff like that. But I will say that the huddle scene <laughs> made me laugh only because that is my classroom. Nice. If you have something to say, raise your hand. All right, let's go to yes. 
coach, um, where's the bathroom? Don't worry about it. You don't need to go to the bathroom right now. All right, let's get down to bit. Yes. I don't know where my drumsticks are. That's that's my classroom. I wanted to strangle that scene. Yeah. Because it reminded you of school. Yeah. School. Nice. Uh, corny. I freaking love this movie. I have never had a bad viewing of it. And it is, oddly enough, one of the few movies that stays 100% every time I watch it. Um, I was excited to watch this movie. And um, I, I, I mean, I'm, never, I'm not going to say a bad thing about this movie. I, I don't think I can. Oh, challenge accepted. Well, whether it is or not. And um, yes, there, there are times where things were, should have yeah. been better, but they just weren't. And I love that. All right. So I, uh, I, it, I, I'll go ahead and tell you that. Uh, uh, well, no, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you my ranking, but uh. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll save that for. Yeah, we got we have to give the listeners something to look forward to. Screw that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it certainly isn't the rest of the show. I'm just teasing. No, uh, I, I, I don't know. For me, it's just uh, it, it's a great underdog story, and everybody loves it. You know, you hear that everybody loves an underdog. I really love underdog stories, um, and I like the fact that um, things don't don't go well. And of course, it has that trope of, of things getting better as time goes on, and then there's a, the setback, and then the the big triumphant return. That just gets me. I love that. Uh, I, I know it's it's cheap, and it's it's all. I mean, it, it's something you can always go back to. But I love. Movies who do that, but I like this movie in particular because, for me, it it just feels, uh, uh, it makes more sense to me than uh, say a Mighty Ducks, which is you know essentially the same film. Um, well, yeah. you know, in in essence, it's the same film. Yeah. Um, but this feels better. Um, everybody has their issues and and things like that, and I don't know, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss. All right. <laughs> Uh, and Sam. All right. This is probably the fifth or sixth time I've seen this movie. It seems like every now and then I just need a good dose of uh, good old happiness um, in this thing. And I kind of, you know, I, I agree with uh, Andrew and Corny in a certain way. You know, this is not the best movie in the world. Um, there are very specific flaws in this thing. And, um, but I don't care. I, I I enjoy it for what it is. It's just a romp. It's a it's a fun little ditty that's just a heck of a good time to go through. You know, you have to turn your brain off. You have to. You, you, you know, this script came from some sort of monkey script writer that does all sports movies somewhere in, in the world and, and spits out things like this. It isn't inventive. It isn't. Is it anything new? But the way they bounce off each other and the way it's just you, you pull for Keanu Reeves and you pull for the team that as, as they come together. And is it goofy? Yes. Do you, I want to be sitting on the bench with those guys having fun? Absolutely. And to me, that's a mark of a, of a pretty good movie. So that would be my take. Okay. What about you, Sean? Um, I was looking at the writer and the, his credits. Yeah. He has five writing credits. 
Fly Away Home. Remember that one with oh, the God, geese? Oh, God, the geese, yeah. Yeah, he did the screenplay. He did a movie called The Climb. He did this movie, and then he did two episodes of Las Vegas, and then <laughs> he wrote... The he wrote one episode of Taxi Brooklyn, and that's it. Wow. The rest is an actor. Hmm. Um, but he hasn't acted in a long time. So, uh, like not since 1989. So I hope it's not because he passed away. It doesn't say. So I'm just hoping that he just decided to stop working because he sucked. Um, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> if he's dead, I'm sorry. Um, and his family. Uh, so this is, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, um, but, <laughs> but this is the first time I have seen this movie unedited. What? Because I always watched it on T- TBS. Really? Or USA. So, so what did they edit out? Well, like the scene when they're in the re- the bar and they're all celebrating the first win and the pretty blonde does the sign language, I heart blowjobs. Like I, yeah. I've never seen that bit before. <laughs> she just says I heart and then he makes a face and runs over and I'm like okay um, certainly they dropped they, they dropped the F-bomb there, did you notice that there was like three almost F-bombs yeah like, there was like three mother f- and then I was like wait huh wait huh and I had, I had to go back and look to see if this was rated R because they almost say the word or like the guy mouths it but they cut the sound out like they fade her out so that they don't have to like bleep it or cut the you know cut it awkwardly, but it's like mother. Wait, he said the word. Um, but no, I, I have a good time with this. This is the my only problem with doing these types of movies for the show is that it's hard to be critical of a comedy because usually <laughs> the badness is in, is intentional. Intentional, yeah. Right. I mean, so in, you know, in comedies, you kind of have to look for patterns. You know, there, there's there's timing issues. There's um, uh, clarity of the jokes. You know, there's um, reusing tropes yeah. that we've already heard of. You know, and you know, like Andrew mentioned, they use a lot of the same stuff you see in other sports movies. Yeah. And um, but along the lines, I thought it was kind of fun with the characters they did bring to the field. Um, certainly, we've seen movies where they bring in a ragtag group of uh, athletes slash people who play, mm-hmm. um, and, and they end up winning because of who they are. Right. Um, you know, Mighty Ducks is like that. Uh, the Longest you know, Yard. Longest Yard, Bad yeah. News Bears. You know, there's a lot of those types of movies out there. Um, well done. And the fun is just yeah. seeing the different personalities. Um. The one thing that's funny about this movie in particular, and I guess actually every other movie that we just named, is that except, actually, yeah, every other movie we just named, each character is a different version of a person. Meaning, yeah. uh, how do I explain this? I think most football players are fairly similar to each other, and they all have their own nuances, right? Each person's individual. But... They're all kind of similar dudes. Or is that is that a unfair statement? And football, they're all, <laughs> I mean, they're all crazy. Well, I mean, I mean well, I'm saying like, I mean, you've got your wide receivers versus your offensive linemen. I would think I, those are two. I understand that. You're right. But my my point is is that every person on camera was a caricature of something else. It wasn't just yes. that Clifford Franklin was the only wide receiver in the film. He was typical over-the-top diva 
wide receiver. He was Ocho Cinco before Ocho Cinco right. was Ocho yeah. Cinco. Like he talked in the third person and he thought he was the stuff, even though it took Stickum to allow him to. You know, this don't look natural, Sean. <laughs> that, that, may or, that may or may not come back up later. Um, you've got the the wide receiver, the, the, the offensive linemen, the guards who who take the phrase, we guard the quarterback a little literally. Um, uh, gentlemen, just, please turn in all guns. To, no, uh, no questions asked. Um, there's a reason why we don't actually have sumo wrestlers in the NFL. Um, that's, that's the thing. We should. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, uh, because they push around people, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, well, the Chinese yeah. people don't play football. Right. The, oh. Japanese. Yeah, that's what I said. I know. I, I, I wanted. <laughs> to, look like. I wanted to capture that, but then I was afraid, like it was already racist enough, so I don't want to have to like perpetuate it. <laughs> but um, well, the entire continent of Africa still hates you. So well, that's fair. Um, except South Africa. And Wakanda, I think they're okay with you. Yeah, they're pretty cool yeah. too. Um, <laughs> Detroit is out of question. Yeah, they they hate all of us though. Wait, what? Uh, I will say this. This is a just a complete side note, but I mentioned it to Corny, and I think you other guys will find this interesting. We were doing interviews for a full-time position at the university <laughs> last week, and one of the candidates that we interviewed, phone interviewed, and then brought on campus, his name is Corny, C-O-R-N-E, with a little apostrophe over it. His name is Corny. And, uh, <laughs> it's French. Well, he's South, he is South African. He actually is South African. Um, so anyway, it was just kind of funny. Uh, anyway, um, but no, this movie is fun. It's what it is. Now, to your point, well, not to your point, Sam, but I'm going to actually do the thing to you that I do with Sarah. When you said you just have to turn your brain off. Wait a off, second. No. Stop. Stop. When you said turn your, you have to turn your brain off, yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> you good, Corny? You're just catching on? No, no. <laughs> I started to say, I understand with Sam because there's a baby. Yep. <laughs> Too actually, Sam would make a grumpy pregnant person. Yeah, yes, I would. He's a grumpy non-pregnant person. <laughs> um, is that you said you have to turn your brain off? And there are movies that we've done where we we, say, we use that phrase, but I can't. Yep. Uh, not just because it's my quote unquote job for the podcast, but I I critique commercials um, <laughs> and things like that. Something I just uh, there is there really is. Um, I got my. I mean, Sarah got mad at me the other day because we were watching something, and I, I follow. I saw a boom shadow, and she's like, "Leave it alone." I was like, "I can't. I just can't turn that part of my brain off." Was so it I, under a horse? No, it wasn't under a horse. Though, <laughs> so <laughs> I did a video shoot yesterday. I was sound mixer for a video shoot yesterday for a um, muscular dystrophy Porn association. Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't you feel like an ass? Um, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> There was a moment that where that would be an interesting porn shoot. Yeah, it would be really awful. You should stop right now. And there was a moment where I was like, "Hmm, I can actually boom from underneath and get a pretty good sound." And I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad there's no horses around right now. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I actually thought about that joke while I was standing there in a high school filming this girl. Um, so anyway, it sounded really strange, didn't it? Um, it was for Muscular Dystrophy Association. She, this was a girl who was told that she would be living in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, who is now able to walk with the aid of a walker. So she's oh, cool. defying, defying um, 
the boundaries set to her, which is why they were doing this PSA on her and five of the girls across the country as being, I think the phrase they were using is live limit, live limitless. Um, so to live, not live. Anyway, that's not the point. The point was, uh, you always boom under the horse. Um, anyway, so, so back to the point where I was trying to make is, is that, uh, to, to Andrew's point, yes, some of this movie isn't really good. Um, there is some bad acting. I think Keanu is kind of phoning it in and maybe because another argument can be made. Well, Keanu has never been a really good actor to begin with. I, I think he's actually pretty good in like the matrix movies and, and frankly, he doesn't have to do a whole lot of anything other than be angry dude in John Wick. I think he's pretty good at the emotional stuff and, and, and things like that. I think John Wick, he actually is acting pretty well. Again, mostly he's just angry dude. Uh, but I'll give you John Wick, but yeah, I think he's pretty good in the first Matrix movie. I think the second and third movies were just everybody was just getting a paycheck. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing: I, I I can see where I could agree, but I see his character just being a pretty laid back, calm guy. Yeah, with occasional moments of oh, that kind of thing. So just the way he's, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, no, you're that kind of thing. you're right, and I actually I did the, the only clip I didn't capture this movie is the part where he says, "You're not even a a, a was, you're a never was," and he's like, "Or you'll never be more than a replacement quarterback or whatever he says," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's okay, I can live with that," and yeah. that's typically like, that's the whole movie is just that that delivery, which people make fun of, which I think is is, is fine, but again, there's no great acting happening in this movie. Um, Gene Hackman was okay. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, what was he doing? He's he's just he's again he's just yelling at people. Um, he's like the uh, the, like the detect- not the detective, the chief. Yeah. In a cop oh movie. yeah, yeah, he is the chief in a cop movie. He needs he'll talk to you when he needs to, but for the most part, he's just going to yell at you. Uh, John Favreau's character, my God, that guy cracked me up. <laughs> Dude, I had yeah. forgotten that was John Favreau. Yeah. Uh, on the third or after watching Iron Man. Yeah. And watching this movie again, I was like, holy crap, that was happy. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's the director of, of what would become one of the greatest you know, Marvel movies of all time. <laughs> and he's out there running around. I mean, and John, John Favreau's character has two modes, off or on. That's it. <laughs> I mean, he's either going to rip your face off or he is stoic. So um, his character, he's a cop. Yeah. yeah. Now, take him out of the football for a moment. Put him in a cop car. I, I don't want him as my partner. <laughs> no. No. He, I think he, that would make a good movie on its own. Actually, that would be a great buddy cop movie. Oh, him and the uh, the convict? No, you can't have the convict because he's a convict. No, no, no. They they end up, you know, it's one of those things where he's transporting and then um, some people attack him and then it's just a buddy cop thing from oh, there. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, uh, what's the, there's a movie where it's like... Uh, well, no, that's like sixteen blocks where he's trying to get him to a place. Yeah, Blue yeah. Street sorted this. Yeah, a little bit. I was trying to think of, but you could actually do just a straight up buddy cop with him and somebody. I Will think that, Will Ferrell. <laughs> just, just wanna, <laughs> yeah. Just because it works so well. Have you popped your desk chair yet? Anyway, um, no, I, I like this idea. Let's make this happen. We'll call up John and say, "Hey, stop producing Marvel movies." And I need you to get back in shape, football shape, and uh, we're gonna do a, a buddy cop movie with you and somebody. 
Um, I don't know. We'll find somebody. Clifford Franklin. He becomes a cop. And he talks in the third person. Um, with you were under arrest by Clifford Franklin. Right. Clifford Franklin is the only one going to catch you. <laughs> Clifford Franklin is the only one going to put you in cuffs. <laughs> it's like a one-man cold. It's Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin is the only one coming down with it. Clifford Franklin is the only one catching it. Except when I didn't all those other times. <laughs> um, excuse me. Uh, so, uh, I, I wrote a lot of notes on this one, and not because I didn't like it. It's just because I, I had to, and I was, I was actually I was really <laughs> into this movie. But um, I, I was really confused by this movie for a long time until I watched it from beginning to end this time. I, for some reason, always felt that Washington was the only team that got scabs, right? Because from the, the herpes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they're picketing outside of that one. The the uh, players rep is outside of Washington, right? He like why isn't he boycotting outside of um, Chicago or San Diego who went and bought a uh, a he called like a minor league team? Is that a thing? Do we have that? What, didn't, were they, or they bought a semi-pro team or something like that? Yeah, Morganton used to have one, I remember. Um, we actually marched in a in a game nice. for them. That's yeah. kind of cool, actually. Um, but, like, why did it, people didn't seem to be mad at them. I thought that was really strange. Like, they were only mad at Washington. Um, and was that whole crowd outside of the Washington, was that the, the whole football team? Because, like, it seemed like a very large crowd, and they were very angry. And, and I, all I could think of is... Don't get mad because you're the ones that are on strike, so it's not their fault. Like, that's your fault. So stop being a whiny bitch. Um, <laughs> and, and this is the kind of thing, like, when we actually had the actual NFL lockout a few years ago, it, it's hard to relate to millionaires fighting billionaires. Yes. You know? Um, the 1987 lockout or strike... I kind of get because back then the playing conditions were way worse and they didn't get paid very much like at all. But the owners were getting a ton of money out of it. Right. And the owners now still get a, a ton of money. I mean, it's not, oh, yeah. it's, I mean, they're making $8 billion a year right now. Well, um, the uh, special ed cheerleaders got $50 a game. Oh, my gosh, dude. Those cheerleaders were awful. The first ones. But that's a trope, right? Isn't that a it trope? Is. You know, yeah. the, but it was, it was a trope that was done way over the top yeah, that I, so I did not need in this movie. I didn't need it. You didn't, you didn't need the girl to come out and do the cheer with a butcher knife? No. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, they let a girl with a butcher knife on? No. That would never happen. None of those were, girls would have ever gone to an actual cheerleader tryout. Which, by the way, why were there cheerleader tryouts? The NFL Players Association has nothing to do with cheerleaders. They are paid by the, by the football team. Mm-hmm. Maybe the cheerleaders, I, I'm just devil's they're, advocate they're, here. Maybe they were, um, they were on the picket lines as well because they were trying to help their players out. The, I don't know. The, that... That's the only thing I could come up with. I understand, which is a bad thing, right? Because yeah. you're having to make something up because it doesn't make sense. So if Annabelle, is she the, is she the former cheerleader? So she's the one that stayed. So is she, a, is she the one that didn't go on strike with the rest of them? Must have been. So that makes her a bad person, right? Because 
But it's also not all of the cheerleaders across the league went on strike, right? Because she said, because her friend in Detroit was a cheerleader who said that what's his face has been drinking a lot or whatever. So I, if the, if the whole purpose of that was just to get funny looking cheerleaders so that they could do <laughs> sexy cheerleader scenes, like I, I kind of okay. feel like there might've been a better way to do it, but I don't really know. Um, other than just don't do it. Um, I don't know how to, I don't know how you do it, but I mean. But then be... you don't get the funny um, false yeah. start. Uh, oh yeah, no, you're right. Know. I mean, you're you got... the rest, Tom. Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> you could, but that could still happen. You know, there could be another way to make that happen without having to do these ridiculous tryouts with people that would never even be let onto the field. Right. Well, have know. one of the players be some sort of greasy. I don't know nightclub owner or something and and suggest that to them to to help them win the game i i, I don't know there's I, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, we're, we're grasping at straws but but clearly the producers were too the director's like we need to have new cheerleaders and have this funny bit because it'll be funny why why would they be not why would the cheerleaders like and i was also really confused again the coaching staff are paid by the the coat by the owners now, I understand the owner says, I'll take care of the coach. That doesn't make sense. Why would you fire the coach? So coaches make a lot of money, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, these coaches are making, even in 2000, coaches are making three or four or five million a year, and they have contracts. So you're just going to go pay some guy not to coach four games so you can bring Gene Hackman in? That doesn't make sense. No. It, it, somebody is, has not apparently has not studied labor law. In, in this, or he's in just this. so rich he doesn't care because his his wife has a large lips or something. I don't know. And and according to your point, I understand that this is a comedy and it's a and it's a farce and it's fictional world. I understand that, but we have to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse. <laughs> I mean, it would be a boring show if all we did was talk about how awesome we like this movie and how much. Uh, Reef, uh, Rife, uh, Reese, god damn, uh, Reefer, yeah, <laughs> Reese, you've been hitting with the Reefer, freaking name. He was the, he was the lizard in Spider Man. What, no. what is happening? I can't, Reese? yeah, Reese, John, John Reese Davies, no, um, John Reese Davies, that's not his name, Reese's Pieces, Reese's Pieces to be with you, all right, Reese, uh, Ethan's. Iphans. Iphans? Yeah, the leg. Nigel. Oh, leg. oh yeah. Yeah. Who uh Because of that movie, every football game I went to Yeah. <laughs> features that now. The guy who was uh I'm Wyatt. That guy. What exactly is Wiry? Yeah. <laughs> no, Wiry. 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 You gotta see it, right? You gotta say it, yeah. Wiry. Um uh, why was I mentioning him? I don't remember. Oh, like this, like he's he's smoking in the field again. That would never happen. But he smoking. I could. I don't. Why? Well, that seems ter- like a terrible idea. Like you know, catch I mean, well, smoking is a terrible idea. If, if a kicker it. wants to uh, to uh, smoke, I I don't. And he could kick a 60, 65 yard field goal. If it break the record, by all means. Yeah. You think about though in Wales, would that's probably normal. I, I don't know, but my my point is is that it would never happen. But then again, I ninety percent of this movie would never happen, you know. Um, 
I, like one of my notes was, so in football world or in movie world, a bad guy starts a bar fight but doesn't go to jail for reasons. Because in the movie he says, because they're winners. Famous. No, that's not how that works. If Peyton Manning went into a bar fight right now and punched a bunch of people in the face and caused a bunch of ruckus, he's spending the night in jail. It doesn't matter if he's Peyton Manning and he does it in Denver or, or Indianapolis. He's going to spend the night in jail. Heck. Um, in Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, bat, they don't go to jail. Cop goes to jail, but doesn't use that influence to get out of jail. Immediately, he would have been like, hey, I'm a cop. Don't arrest me. And then he wouldn't have been arrested. The prisoner would have immediately gone back to prison. I bet you going to jail probably violates his parole. Just saying. <laughs> so I'm like... But see, what happens here is the poll of Gene Hackman and the way he was able to to circumvent the system to help his players out I, I to under, get them no, out to, of the jail. I understand that He part. had to pay bail for them, by the way. Yeah, he would have had to have paid their bail. So, so the Sentinels probably yeah. paid their bail. Fine. I get that. My point is, is that all of these things would have happened beforehand. <laughs> I mean, to think about it, Danny, he can't be a cop anymore. He's a felony, or at least a... He has oh, a, a misdemeanor. misdemeanor criminal record, so he could probably still be a cop, but he'll probably be like suspended. Oh, I don't know. Maybe with his violent streak, maybe the his his. Maybe that's C- why he's playing football now. Yeah, his CEO is like, yeah, okay, I get it. All right, that's fair. You're in a bar fight, you kill anybody? Okay, you're fine. Oh, um, you get to kill anybody this time? Nice. Yeah, this time, yeah. But you know, I'm still I still say that you know, uh, prisoner dude, he'd be back in prison immediately. Yeah. So, I ain't going back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been funny, though. At the, bang, bang. at the very end of the fight, you know, you hear the police coming and, and you, you see him scream, I ain't going back and right. run out the back door. <laughs> uh, the movie is better just then. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I just, and I understand the scene of the jail. The point of the jail sale was for them to bond about what happened. And then they can do the electric slide, and then they can get released. I understand the point. I'm just saying that that only happens because it's movie world, you know. And I'm okay. Movie world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that from now on. Whenever I say movie world. <laughs> movie world. Movie world. Oh, I'm gonna record that so I can keep it one day. <laughs> I really was gonna be pissed if they came out of the jail cell though, and could suddenly play ball really, really well, yeah. and. Work together as a team really, really well. Have you guys ever seen another movie where they do this exact same thing, where they get into a bar fight and then they go to jail and then they come out of jail and they're all friends for it? Isn't that the Varsity Blues? I was going to say Necessary Roughness. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact it's, same thing. It's pretty gonna... much. It's pretty much a, a trope. I mean, yeah. this, it's a. I mean, it's screenwriters, they go back to this uh, same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. No, you I was like, without a football movie, I was just going to go the end of uh, The Rundown with The Rock. Him and, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Get a big old fight this, in this, there. This is a thing that's happened a, a dozen times, if not more, in movies. Um, I did write several tropes, I, um, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um no, there were no tropes in this movie. No, not at all. This was, this was as fresh as the dew on the morning grass. Right. Hey, did you know Falco was in the Sugar Bowl? No. He... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, let me, let me say that one more time. It was the Sugar Bowl. Right. And if you weren't paying attention, he was in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. The you think nine... the Sugar Bowl might have paid no. for that? 
Do you want to know the actual trivia on that? Is there seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. There's only three pieces of trivia for this this episode because most of it was garbage. But <laughs> the reason why they kept saying specifically the '96 Sugar Bowl because there was technically no '96 Sugar Bowl. Um, therefore, they're not getting any kind of weird infringement rights and stuff like that. The '95 after the '95 season, the Sugar Bowl was played like December 31st, 1995, and then the next year's Sugar Bowl after the 96 season, was played January 3rd, 1997. So there was technically no 96 Sugar Bowl. That's why they oh, kept, that's why they oh, kept saying it. So that's actually a good job, very clever on some mm-hmm. staffer there yeah. on the movie, that they were able to pick a, 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 an event that could have actually occurred in his life, you know, because... Um, if so, he played '96 Sugar Bowl. That means that he was 22. So by this movie, he would have been about 26. 83. Oh, 26, 27 years old. So yeah, he could have yeah. gone on to play, you know, professionally if he wanted to. Which I want to skip to the end real quick. That scene has always bothered me. What's Not that? even just this viewing. He says, "All right, Martell is crossed." He's like, "Okay, well, back to my boat." Wait, why? Why do you have to go back to your boat? Yeah, they, they didn't say the backup quarterback crossed, right? right? Or, or if he did, they didn't say it because he said two people crossed. So uh, maybe we're supposed to infer that the second name is the backup quarterback. I doubt but, it. But I still would rather have Shane Falco as my backup than Douche McBaggins, who we've never heard of, right? Martel yeah. crossed. Okay, owner says we got to play Martel. That way Shane can still be there so that when Martell has his meltdown, Shane's already there and we don't have to have the quote-unquote fake drama of him watching it on TV and having to get to the stadium, which, Sam, I know you put in the group me, it's 22 minutes from the marina to the stadium. Um, Halftime is 30 minutes. Halftime is 30 minutes, so it's plausible. And and I'm I'm proud of you for doing that research, that leg. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Thank you, Google Maps. But I still think it would have been just as fine if. And and everything in the the movie stays the same. He can still be bummed out. He can still miss his date with Pretty Girl. He can still go and be all sobby sobby by himself. But then he still shows up to support his teammates, right? Because yeah. this version kind of feels like he abandons his team. He's like, well, I'm just going to go back to my boat. You know, like, and, and it's a good it's thing the security boat. guards didn't say, oh, sorry, sir, your, your pass has been revoked. You can't park here. You can't come in. You know, like the whole movie ends because some, you know, guard is doing his job. And <laughs> like, you know, Gene Hackman gets a call on his cell phone. Hey, I'm outside. Can you come let me in? And it's a little <laughs> anticlimactic. Hey, hey, the back door is locked here. Yeah. <laughs> My my card doesn't work anymore. Can someone let me in? But see, there's there's comedy genius in some of those, in some of that stuff right there. Yeah, but I think that turns yeah. it into a Will Ferrell movie. 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 That, that turns this into brothers. Okay. You know? Okay. Um. So I I don't think that's the that was the intent, but I still think it was dumb for him to leave. And my God, I understand Martell is the bad guy, right? I I get that. I mean. The, they made him to be such a bad guy. They might as well have had him clubbing baby seals on camera. I mean, <laughs> like, he was the biggest asshole. And we've, seriously, Martell and the guy that kills John Wick's dog are, like, at the same level. 
Seriously. <laughs> Even the guy who kills John Wick's dog at least had a reason to kill John Wick's dog. Right, and he actually <laughs> felt a little, not remorse, but he felt like, I don't know, just Martell was an asshole for just being an asshole. He was just like... Oh, he was a one-note character, basically. I mean, just, just garbage. What a garbage human being. And, and it's frustrating because, I because you, you want to flip people's cars. Well, it's not that I want to. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yes, though that would be fun um, to do, like to a, not someone's car we know, like a like a piece of junk car at a junkyard. But no, my my, my like like. I understand that Martell is mad for some reason that that somebody else is going to come do his job. Right, so not only do we have to have him pick on Falco as he's going into the stadium, and he jacks up his little pickup, and then he's got to put the trip wire, which could have killed somebody, and then he has to pick on the deaf guy, right? And like that would have been enough for me to prove, oh, he's a bad guy. But then he 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 tips the truck again, right? And then what was the next thing he did? Oh, then when he crosses, right, he. He goes into the locker room and then basically tells Shane Falco, you're not worth anything and you're, you're basically, you should never have been here and how mean of them to give you hopes and dreams. <laughs> and then he, while playing, he then has to eyeball Shane's girl. Like, can, how much do we have to continue to paint that he's an asshole? And then, and then, <laughs> and then, so how high I get my voice. <clears throat> he says shit like this. And who do you think O'Neill's going to side with, huh? Some burnout old coach or someone who puts fans in the stands. Oh, my God. Now, again, I'm supposed to hate him, but that's a terrible line anyway, and I hated both him and the writer for having, having to hear that. You know, I mean, the only way that could have been worse is if he would have said this afterwards. Hey, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he even had the same, uh, like, little... Uh, What's the thing called? The little, uh, what's that called? Reflection? The, the you know, if you're looking at the camera, you know what I'm talking about. That that facial hair that's right here. Oh, the soul patch. The soul patch, that's what it's called. Yes. I thought it was called the spider for some reason. The soul patch. Although I do find it offensive. The soul patch? Yeah. I only have one. Oh. When I got soul. And I'm super bad. But you're not a soldier. Mmm. Mmm. Damn, I didn't heard that song in a long time. No joke, right? <laughs> um, hey, did Andrew mute himself again? Oh, I did. Did you need me? No. <laughs> did we need you? <laughs> Andrew, we always need you. Yes. I was uh, coughing rather uncontrollably, and I didn't think you wanted to hear it. Um, no, no, we need, we need that. Uh, Make the show raw and gritty. Yeah. <laughs> Much like the eggs on the on the field. Oh, <laughs> They were that. Well, maybe they were at least, um, maybe not raw, but they were probably um, hard-boiled or soft-boiled. I don't know, but either way, sure. that was awful. Anyway, my point is Martell is a complete asshole, but they just they had to keep piling on and piling on. He's a bad guy. I just whatever. Um, he was just somebody to hate. He was kind of a useless character. Um, did you also? I'm just skipping all over my place in my notes. Did you guys not think it was weird that the coach didn't tell his offensive coordinator that the star tight end is deaf? What? Yeah, I mean just <laughs> what. He My goes, best offensive weapon. Yeah, he comes up to him and he goes, Hey, that was a good catch. Where'd you learn how to do that? And he signs, My dad taught me to catch. That's how that's what he said. I can read that. Um good for you. Um and he It's like you have a superpower. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. 
If he's deaf, does it mean he has a daredevil superpowers? Because that's just what I imagine. But opposite, right? So like I have supervision. <laughs> supervision. Yeah. I am Some a supervisor. Sort of witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it I would also be really awkward to do a podcast if I was deaf. But anyway. <laughs> Have, uh, so, uh, did, did I ever mention to you guys that um, because of uh, Daredevil and things like that, I just always imagine that anyone who's blind has superpowers? Yeah, you I have said that. Them. Like you're, yeah. <laughs> I, as I was watching Daredevil, we have a, a gentleman that um, he basically resides in the in the cone center where I work. He's a grad student, and the grad uh, department is in uh, grad life is what it's called is in our building. So I see him daily, um, and he is. I would say he's probably ninety percent blind because he can, he can see when it's real close, um, uh, but for the most part he walks with a stick. And when I was watching Daredevil, I was thinking I was thinking stuff like that too, corny. It's like, oh, I wonder if you can hear me like fart from across the room or something like that. You know. <laughs> but, then I, but then I, is, the, is the vibrations against yeah. super sensitive, or you yeah. feel the, the the pressure level change or stuff like that. But then I'm like, no, I'm an asshole. Stop thinking stuff like that. Well, I will tell you, I'm awfully impressed. Um, you know, I work in Morganton, and uh, right, actually, I could see it out the window of my office is the school for the deaf, mm-hmm. and they have a football field out there. And every now and then, I'll I'll drive by while they're practicing, and uh, those kids play just as well as as any other kid. It's just a little different. Yeah, well, it can still be totally athletic. If you think somebody blows the whistle. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's terrible. Um. (laughs) I think we just lost our entire hearing impaired audience. Well, (laughs) oh wait, (laughs) we need to stop this right now before we we lose actual listeners because they think we're assholes. Um, Think? We, we, I didn't, we, we, I didn't we, used to be this way until I met you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Listeners, That's I fair. promise we're not assholes. Sam, Sean told me to say it. We're just being insensitive. He's right been now. passing notes around. Stop it. Yeah. Um, Sam is the chloroform to our consciousness. Right. That's actually. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Look, I'm, I am just apparently uh, um, uh, ignorant when it comes to geographical locations in Africa. It's, that's, yeah. my, that's my weakness. Um, and apparently physics of space and when it comes to guns in space and, um, there you go. and some other, um, uh, common elements, common helium three. Is, is that a common element? Is that considered common? I don't know. I don't, well, no, helium's the, the common element. Yeah. Helium three would be the, what was that? A compound? I don't you know. It compound I, I still element? sounds like something Tony Stark made up in his lab. Oh yeah, man, I need to, I need some more helium three plating so I can power my arc reactor. You know, it's just what it sounds like. Um, you want to hear some clips? Because I got a whole bunch of them. Let's do it. All right. I don't remember what the first one is because I didn't write anything down for it. So this is our first mystery clip of the of the night. And apparently, it's so mysterious, it's also silent. That's that's the best one. This is all from the point of view of the tight end. Falco, footsteps Falco from Ohio State. The same. God, he he hasn't played in years. Should be well rested then. Yeah, that's like right. That. A little, uh, little nice little music there going on in the background. To just kind of like mood. if if Chad would ever, you know, sit in for one of us. He's been rest well rested. Yeah, he'll be well rest, well rest. Damn it, 
well rested. That was hard to say. Here we go. Yeah. Number two. This one just says, oh, this is when the um, players union guy was making really ridiculous uh, claims. They have blatantly gone out and hired scare, which goes against all the principles of our Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and the Emancipation Proclamation as well. And the pick of the scabs now. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation? That all... All African Americans above the Mason Dixon line are heard by free. Yeah, that's what it means that you can't. Yeah. Anyway, good job. That was funny. Um, this part's still funny. I'm wired. Right. <laughs> now, this one's kind of a long clip, but I wanted to get the whole thing because it really made me laugh. This is one of the few moments in the movie that just, it really got me like a good belly laugh while I was watching it. So it's about, a, it's a minute long, so just tuck in. Apparently, I captured a lot of music. Wilkinson. What kind of movie is Earl this? Wilkinson. <laughs> Boy, I knew I recognized you, man. I knew it. You played for Minnesota, baby. Oh, shit. Earl Wilkinson, man. Oh, my God. Boy, you'd have been all pro if you hadn't beat up them cops and gone to jail. What, what, what I had meant to say was allegedly, um, allegedly beat up them cops, and because of good Christian boy like you would never do nothing like that. That's, that's right. The way I heard it, my man didn't even do nothing anyway. You know, cops are just jealous of the black man. And you hear what I'm saying? My boy been living large. <laughs> I can't stand a cop. You know what I'm saying? I better not see a cop. I whoop a cop ass. You believe that. I'm a cop. Okay. <laughs> I just like that bit. <coughs> Sorry for that. That music that you were hearing was like the music they were playing while they were doing awkward cheerleader tryouts. So, um, it's like corno music. Oh, uh, well, yeah. A little bit. Oh, all right. um, but, uh, bust a move. Um, I don't know who did it, but uh, that was a little staple of my youth. Uh, bust a move. That wasn't that Tove Low. Who did that? Um, uh, hold on. Just yeah, I thought is that Frankie? No, was it um Young MC Busta Move? Mm -hmm. uh, I would never have gotten there. I would have been way, way, way wrong. Uh, I wrote or this one is called Monkeys, and then I put a question mark because I I can't understand. I couldn't quite understand what he says. So let's see if well, well, this is the game that we play every now and then. Where what does he actually say? So here we go. I've seen monkey shit fights at the zoo that were more organized than this. I've seen monkeys shit twice. What? I've, I've seen shit monkey fights. shit fights at the oh, zoo more organized. Oh, shit fights. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen monkey shit fights at the zoo that were more organized than this. Shit fights. Okay, I've never... Okay. Because monkeys throw poo. Yeah, I get it now, but I shit twice at the zoo? That never made any sense. <laughs> I've seen monkey shit fights at the zoo that were more organized than this. Man, you're still doing it. Well, you're fine. If you have small children in the car, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> shit fights. Uh, get me the... Oh, okay. So this one's edited down a little bit because, again, the scene would have been too long. But one of the best moments of the movie. Hey, Danny, Danny. I need that ball. Get me the ball. You need the ball. Get me the ball. Get you the ball. Are you going to get me the oh, ball? Oh, I'm getting you the ball. Oh, 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 o
and then kill somebody. I'm the man. I'm the man. You got me the ball. I got you the ball. You got the ball. You got the ball. You got me the ball. that's basically like life with my dog (laughs) hey peanut you want to go outside let's go outside let's go outside let's go outside let's go outside and then we go outside yeah that's dog that's peanut um oh this is a great uh john madden moment which by the way how lucky are the washington sentinels that they every game they got john madden and pat summerall how cool is that uh, because we paid them to be here, we're not going to waste them and make it realistic that we would actually have different announcers for other games that were not as important. But whatever. Uh, again, movie world. I said, again, movie world. Nope. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Eagle. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure that my Pavlov's powers haven't worn off yet. Uh, here we go. I haven't really noticed that until playing these <laughs> clips over again, but there was an awful lot of real shitty techno music in this movie. There really was. <laughs> My yeah. God. I, did, I not... did notice that the first, this is the first time I've noticed how bad the music is in this. Like the movie starts off with lit. And I love that band. I love that song that they start off with. Um, I can't think of it. Um, is it Mile and War Is that what the one is? Um, better off. Oh, oh yeah. Put I, it I in a Ziploc bag. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. I'll, I'll find it. Ziploc. Yeah, it's called Ziploc. Uh, okay, performed cool. by Lit. Like, I was like, oh, great, cool, 90s rock. And then we got a whole lot of techno garbage. Um, anyway, but, you know, I guess you got to have something for the girls to dance to as they're smacking each other in the ass. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I mentioned it earlier, and here it is. Coach, ain't that stuff illegal? What are they going to do, put you in football jail? Now, you know this don't look natural. Now, you know it don't. Don't talk. We're going to run the same play. Do you hear me? You're going to catch the ball. Coach, I look like I just jacked off an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know why one. I would use that, but I want to keep that for some reason. That's the one scene in the movie that I had a legitimate like belly laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember why I wrote this one, captured this one, but this is the last one I have. What are they going to do, Pat? All right, yeah. That's right. Uh, that's what, um, that's what I say about myself. What are they going to do? Fire me? Yeah. What are they going to do, Pat? Fire them? That's right. Um, anyway, that's it. That's our clips. Uh, we did have, uh, hold on. Give me half a second to queue it up. I never have it ready. Um, and I forgot what I even called it. Oh yeah. We did have a, of course. Uh, cheerleader training montage and about a third of the movie was just football playing montage anyway so we could have renamed the movie that the the montage replacements or replacement montage i don't know uh players are introed with their own vignettes that's a that's a trope um Cooper flanken oh who's that guy oh well he's fast but he can't catch and then he you know he outruns that kid um 
Instant respect uh, by fight song, fighting along with teammates, and guns solve all problems. That's <laughs> another trope I wrote. Uh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they were more. Well, they did in this movie. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, hell no. Pow. All right, all right, stop. Yeah, you really want to piss him off. Don't do the windshield. Do the freaking hood. Put some lead in the engine block of that thing, man. It won't ever Didn't run. Shoot the hood? I Did thought it? he only shot the windshield and then this passenger window. Or, um, I just pulled a gun out. I glocked in 17 and just tried to fire it. That is pretty funny. Um, no, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, ready for the only other, I only wrote two other pieces of trivia since I already told you the one about, um, the Florida or the, uh, sugar bowl. So time for the, me to play this thing. The thing and the stuff. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, during filming, this actually, I don't know if this is real or not. I never know if any of it's real, but this makes me sad if this is real. Um, and anyway, during filming, uh, they filmed this in the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. That was the Baltimore stadium, not Washington. Uh, and most of the outdoor scene was in fact, Baltimore Harbor, not Washington. But anyway, during filming, Keanu Reeves was offered a tryout with the Baltimore Ravens. Why? <laughs> Cause apparently he was that good. Now I have to remember going, if they, they filmed this, let's say they filmed this the summer of 99, right? So this is going into their, the end of their Trent Dilfer days when they did eventually win the Super Bowl in 2000. But Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. I don't blame them for trying out Keanu Reeves, but that's just really sad <laughs> on their part. Uh, and then the, other, the only other one in the piece of trivia I, I uh, copied down, which I thought was worth even reading, was uh, Fumiko's War Cry... Nandeshka is Japanese that actually means what is this? <laughs> That's all it means. <laughs> so he just got done watching uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and had that song stuck in his head. And so he was just screaming it in Japanese. What's this? What's this? What's happened in the air? No? Okay. Okay. Anyway, bad joke. I apologize. Sure. It's okay. Um, so we can do the recasting game, but I kind of feel like they've already done that. And that was in 2000, over. 2008's The Longest Yard <laughs> um, with Adam Sandler. So, I mean, um, I don't know who you would get to do it now, but, uh, you know, again, pick athletic white dude, and there you go. Um, or you can have, uh, I think it'd actually be funny if you recast the movie, but put actual athletes in the movie. Like, have Cam Newton be the, uh, the replacement dude, you know? But can they act? I probably not. I've seen his uh, his Greek yogurt commercials, and they're terrible. So, um, are there are there shadows of booms? I didn't see any, but um, who knows? Um, yeah, there you go. Soundtrack great. I just gave it an aughts rock, but then I realized that after listening to a lot of these clips, it was a lot of garbage techno. So I'm going to change it from uh, that to garbage techno because that's what it was. I didn't like it. I thought I did, but and then I realized I didn't. So, that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, you, you know, like it. You know, like the Supremes was great and lit, and there was some other moments in there. The actual score itself was whatever, but. I was just halfway going to go. 
Uh, what did we learn? I learned that you can be pulled. I learned that you can be pulled from the street and be in football shape. That's right. That's what I learned. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he's been playing underwater. That's true. With his trophy that he threw down there for some reason, and seemed surprised that it was down there. Um, so essentially, he uh, he practiced uh, water polo, and you know, and, and a couple times uh, Earth's gravity, uh, same way a Super Saiyan would. Yeah, and. I think what's actually most important here is that he littered and therefore is a criminal and should be in jail. Well, he was, so there. Oh, You're right. Oh, what's happening? Uh, is, is Chad on? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be the creepiest damn thing ever if Chad was on and we just didn't notice? <laughs> I think I would know. But <laughs> I don't really watch a Skype thing. It stays hidden from me. So if I just heard his voice all of a sudden, I, I might. I, I would shit. probably freak out too, Trippy told, especially since I didn't call him. <laughs> Who is <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, is that you again? It's not me. Weird. It ain't me. Not me. Well, it's got to be one of you three. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll just keep moving on, and if. Someone starts to transform, then we'll we'll go from there. Um, oh, uh, I didn't play this game earlier. Um, this had a budget of who wants to guess? Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. That's mean. No, I'd say twelve. I'd see uh, seventy-five. Seventy-five million. Yeah, that's your budget. Yeah. Okay, uh, Corny. Uh, Twenty-five million. All right, and Andrew. Hmm. I'll split the difference and go like um, 55. Well, 50 would be the technical, well, uh, the actual middle, which would be correct. 50. Don't tell him how to live. No, but I'll tell him how to do math. Um, it grossed only 44. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which is a little sad. You kind of want something like this to do well, but uh, it didn't. But it never I think, was. I don't, think it, I don't think it would have. I will say this. Comedies don't typically do, except movies like The Hangover, which changed things for some reason, but they usually don't do well in movies, theaters. Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing about, I think I've talked about this on the show before. If I'm going to a, you okay? Yeah, my dog just attacked me. No, no, you probably deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I go to a movie theater to watch something that I can't, I, I only want to experience in a movie theater. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to see... The new Star Wars and Deadpool and Captain America 3 on a big screen. I don't care. I, I can watch The Notebook anywhere, and it'll be the same movie. So, anyway. I don't know why that was the first chick flick that came to mind, but it was. Deal with it. Um, that's kind of it, right? That's kind of the show, right? Yeah, okay. Um, top three. Top three. Well, of course, what else would we do? But uh, top three movie, uh, football movies, I should of say. Of course, movies. Of course, movies. Crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're ready to go, Corny. Uh, yeah. So, Andrew, I guess that would be uh, make you the one up. Okay. Well, I have an honorable mention of Little Giants. <sighs> nice. Uh, taking it back to the childhood. Now, can I? Can I? Can I just? For, I think I've already said it on the show before, but I, I met Icebox. 
Oh yeah, yeah. She that's did. right. Didn't she hit on you or something? Not me. She hit on one of the other sloppy drunk. Yeah, oh. she she's kind of a sloppy drunk, and uh, but I did. <laughs> um, yeah. One star was, review from Icebox. Now, if she listens, that would be flipping awesome. And Shauna, <laughs> if you're listening, I I love you, and um, I lost your phone number when you gave it to me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> If there's no that's so awkward. That's right? just great. Give me your number. I lost it. Facebook me. <laughs> <laughs> we are friends on Facebook, but that means nothing because she's friends with like nine million people. So anyway. Oh, by the way, I saw your the the person you knew from uh, Fear the Walking Dead was on mm-hmm. again in a flashback. Oh, good for her. She's yeah. also in that movie, The Nice Guys, with. Um, Farrell, not Farrell. Um, Russell Crowe, yeah, and Ryan Gosling, yeah, because yeah. her Facebook picture is her hanging out with Ryan Gosling. Oh, cool. And uh, everyone was like, what the hell? And she's just like, she's like pretty girl or something like that. Like, that's her credit. It's like hot girl or something. But, but yeah, so she was in the, but she was just a flashback. Like, she didn't actually have her doing no, I don't stuff, think right? they had her do anything extra, but she was, yeah. you know, yeah. eating Le- somebody's face off, basically. Oh, good for her. Yeah, Lexi Johnson, she was uh, a friend of mine. I did a, a shoot with her, and she was the patient zero in Fear the Walking Dead. So, huh. uh, I actually did try to get her on this show, Andrew. This is before you joined us, but I actually, I called her up, or I didn't call her, but uh, I Facebook messaged her and said, hey, Lexi, congrats on the gig, whatever. I'd love to have you on the show just to do like a promo bumper. Like, hey, this is Lexi Johnson, the patient zero from Fear the Walking Dead. And you're listening to my good friend, Sean, and his podcast, Cheap Seat Reviews. And so she said, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to do that. You need to contact my publisher or my agent and see if that's allowed. And when I did, I got nothing back. So. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I think when I put in the email, I can't pay her, that was enough. (laughs) <laughs> so, oh well. Yep. Anyway, so uh, you're at Little Giants is your uh, honorable mention. Okay, so number three, uh, the Water Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of Adam Sandler's actual uh, funny movies. Um, <laughs> which there's a new one coming out on Netflix pretty soon. Um, new Water Boy or. No, the uh, new Adam Sandler flick straight to Netflix. Remember when we did the the uh, oh it has a the, the ridiculous the six yeah. yeah or the ridiculous whatever it, they said that he did a three movie contract with Netflix. Oh wow! Yeah, this one actually I watched the preview and it looks funny. Uh, you know the ridiculous six kind of looked ridiculous. This one Somebody looks like it could could be promising. The greatest of ease. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have three nipples? Golding. <laughs> Golding. Yeah, I'll say Golding. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Oh. Yeah, so that's number three. Number two, The Blind Side. Okay. It was on just the other night. Yeah. And number one, uh, Invincible. With oh, okay. My Marky Mark. Um, Marky Mark, yeah. yeah. Where he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. And yeah. Like, he sucks. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> you both have failed. You both fired. I just said the Philadelphia Eagles. Twice now. There you go. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I refused to call a home. Oh, no. You did it last week or two weeks ago when I mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles. Caca, caca. There you go. Shit, you're right. Damn it. I broke them. 
<laughs> Number, I, will uh, uh, I will break you. Yeah. Uh, corny. Um, uh, I will give an honorable mention to Rudy. Wow, that's an honorable mention. Okay. Yes. Just because it does not fit the rest of these. Um, okay. <laughs> my number uh, three is Waterboy. Well, okay. I technically really fits more than this. That's the one that sticks out. But anyway, no. Waterboy, um, Any Given Sunday. Oh, that's a hard and, one for uh, me to watch. And remember the time. That's eyeballs rolling around on the field. Yeah. That, that's the, <laughs> that, I mean, what, come on. Yeah, that, that movie's hard. And freaking watching, um, what's his beak? Um, Vanderbeek. No, uh, defensive end for the Giants. Um, one of the greatest pass rushers of all time. Went to Carolina. Come on, Corny. Julius Culpepper? No. Julius, what? What did I just say? Julius Culpepper. No, not him. <laughs> Julius Pepper. Um, Julius. No, uh, I don't. I don't. <sighs> Come on. Everybody knows who he is, except for Andrew. He doesn't do sports. Um, I don't really do uh, Carolina football. <sighs> Damn it. Say that again. He played Who? for the Giants. I can't remember. He played. He was defensive. Strahan. No, the other one. Ta- Ta- Pierre, da- Thomas Jefferson. No, Thomas <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, he played with the Giants. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Lawrence, Jingle, Lawrence Taylor. Good gracious. Lawrence Taylor. That I, That's what I said all along. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Lawrence Taylor is the same. Roll T. He's and, in that movie. World is probably the same. Nah, you're probably right, actually. That's yeah. no wonder you suck at fantasy football. Oh, hey, actually, actually you've hey. won it a couple times. I'm not going. I was about to say, <laughs> Commissioner wins on an easy schedule. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, look at that! Sam gave himself two bye weeks this year. Oh, okay, good oh, job, just, Commissioner. Just came off that way, guys. I don't know how it happened. Jeez, still got to win him when the count. <sighs> and I'm gonna you, have to ask my manager to change the schedule. Yeah. Anyway. How many of you wanted them, Sam? Two. Ah, I've only won one, bastard. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad is, is how many um, seasons we've had. <laughs> now, there's other good guys in that league. Uh, Corny, were you done? Uh, always. Okay. Oh, wait, does Sam last movie? I don't know. Oh, remember, the, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. I, <laughs> I still love that. But I mentioned that the other day, Corny. The whole, um, he says things that don't make sense. In that movie, I will. I do not dance if I do not hear music. I do not scratch if I don't have an itch. I will not be intimidated. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> One of those yeah. is not like the other coach. Uh, the line, uh, you're overcooking my grits. I'd say um, that all the time. Uh, I actually, that was actually one of the few lines I'd heard previously uh, from my family versus uh, this movie. Right. And uh, nice. I remember God, being young, and it might have been my grandmother. But I was like, Grandma's gonna have this, can I have this, can I have this. She goes, You're overcooking my grits, boy. So when this movie came, I was like, Oh, I heard that. Nice. <laughs> I will break my gonna... foot off in your John Brown. Brown Hound. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> that may or may not have been my uh, uh, some of my speeches before football games with I, my band. I did love that movie. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's it for me. Okay, uh, Sam. All right, <clears throat> All right. Uh, I got number Francis three. Park. <laughs> yeah, they play football in there somehow, right? Well, technically, when the T-Rex eats the lawyer, his foot goes flying off. <laughs> so it was kind of like a kickoff, I okay, guess. Okay, I, I'm yeah, good with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'll allow it. 
<laughs> Number three, uh, I got Friday Night Lights. All right. Um, which oh, the book is even better. You only like it because you see Allie Larder <laughs> in a uh, whipped cream bikini. No, you're thinking of my number two, which is Varsity Blues. Oh, you're right. That is number two. So that's the oh, reason why that one is, is number yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Friday Well, yeah, I mean, no, that and, and all the, again, all the characters in it are a heck of a lot of fun. Um, that, actually wanna... does, that actually does have Vanderbeek in it, so. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my number one um, is uh, with the good old uh, Sam as uh, Rudy. Rudy. Yep. One of the greatest film soundtracks ever. Absolutely. I love the fact when he takes the ball and they take it up the mountain. and um, Yeah. The quarterback <laughs> just won't he, he looks at the quarterback and says, if I can't carry it, I'll carry you. Because, you know, you can't – if he's an offensive lineman, you can't touch the ball. That's right. Uh, so just, Wait a second. Didn't offensive linemen catch the ball in this movie? Yeah, well, that was after – after It was a fumble, it, essentially. Well, yeah, it, it hit another player first, so it's a live ball. Okay. Right. Remember, he hit that oh, guy crap. square in the face. Square in the face. Okay. Which is basically what they did in the longest yard when he hit the and rough in the nuts. Varsity <laughs> Blues, he threw it at the mascot and right. his father's face. Nice. A lot of, lot of balls flying in people's right. faces. Kick ass on three. A lot of, yeah. Oh, a lot gosh, of that part was funny. And then the guy's like looking around going, Why did we get a flag? <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit. Uh, okay, my turn. No. No. Oh. So I'm going to change it up a little bit since <laughs> we've all said some of the ones that I have. So my honorable mention will be then be Rudy and the Little Giants. Um, so then my number three will be The Express, the Ernie, crap, forgot his last name, uh, movie. It's a Disney movie, really good. Mm. Um, he was basically going to be the next Jim Brown. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie, Ernie Hudson was a Ghostbuster. Ernie, I, I just assume it's the only Ernie, Ernie I know. Yeah, <laughs> or that, and the dude that worked, you know, that uh, little Burt. Uh, you mean Brent Harris? Um, Burt. The Express. Yeah, there it is. The Pony Express. <clears throat> Your face. It's just called the Express. The Ernie something story. The Ernie, the Ernie Davis story. Ernie Davis. That's what he said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Uh, it's a really good movie because you got some race stuff there. It's basically like another version of Remember the Titans. Um, it's a really good movie. Only it's uh, college instead of middle school or high school. Um, the, the so that's number three. Number two, I would probably put as. I'm just going to say, it's actually Remember the Titans, but for this, I'm just going to say The Longest Yard, because no one else has said that one yet. Or, no, wait, one of you guys did say that, right? What, no, you said The Water Boy. That's right. So I'm going to say The Longest Yard, because they mention Appalachian State. And then my number one would but be... But they do it only as in a reference to a cupcake. So? To He's which, the, didn't we win the uh, first national championship the, the, after that? Yeah, the year before that yeah. movie came out, we had won the, our first national championship. And okay. then we beat we, Michigan. And then we beat Michigan, like, after the movie came out. So suck it, Adam Sandler. I actually think what this, it was actually cool that he even mentioned as truth be told. Um, and then my number one would then be Necessary Roughness. Okay. So I like that movie a lot because it has uh, Kathy Ireland as the kicker, which is kind of cool. Rough, like your mother likes it. Right. <laughs> um, we have emails. Whoa. <clears throat> All right. And I mean emails. We have two. I'll call, I'll call Bull. Nope. 
One is from our good friend, and by ours, I actually mean corny. Yours, my good friend, Michael Antonucci. Okay. What? Uh, Big Mike. Mike? Big Mike from Carolina. Big Mike. Actually, um, we never said that. I'm sorry, Mike. We, no. we never called you. Well, we way. called him Big Mike, but we didn't we say did. it we the never. way you just Big said Mike! It. Yeah, we never I can't did. not do it now. Sorry. Well, <laughs> you, you have to apologize <laughs> to him. Um, uh, Eagle, a call. Uh, Big Mike! <laughs> you're stuck in a loop, Corny. Uh, time is, uh, time I'm is a, a flat... I'm a wigwam. I'm a teepee. I'm a wigwam. I said, relax, man. You're too tense. You're too tense. Um, you're, you're, if, remember, time is not a flat circle, no matter what Game of Thrones would have you believe. Uh, he says, greetings, gentlemen, with Memorial Day this weekend and the 4th of July just around the corner, I have a recommendation slash challenge for you all. No, it's not Independence Day, which is what I was hoping he was going. <laughs> I was really hoping that's where he was going. In the spirit of those patriotic holidays, I hereby suggest the 1972 movie 1776 based on the Broadway musical of the same name. It stars William Daniels of Knight Rider and Boy Meets World fame as John Adams and features Blythe Danner of, of The Prince of Tides and Meet the Parents as Martha Jefferson. <clears throat> Critics routinely give it mixed reviews, but historians have been known to enjoy it due to, its, due to much of the dialogue being lifted directly from the writings of the Founding Fathers themselves. Uh. As you have not done a musical in quite some time, if ever, this may be an interesting change of pace for you all. Your loyal listener and proud donor, Michael Antonucci, who, do, who did donate his uh, $25 allotment. So he will actually be on the show. I was about to say, would he like to join us for that one? He, or is he just no, suggesting I, this one? I think that he actually has one in his mind. Corny, did you ever watch with us the Godzilla Final Wars? No, I did not. Uh, I'm, I'm 900% sure that's what Michael's going to want to do for this show. Uh, basically... I can't remember. It was like the 50th anniversary or 75th anniversary. I don't remember. I guess 50th probably seems more real. Anniversary of Godzilla. Oh. And uh, so they make this movie, complete ham, cheese, whatever, right? And they make it basically, it's like they, they Godzilla fights all of the things that he's fought over the years again, including the Matthew Broderick version of Godzilla. Oh, nice. cool. Like they even CGI it and make it look really terrible. Uh, it's actually really funny. So, um, and the, one of the greatest mustaches I've ever seen is in that movie. So it's, 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 you know, overdubbed garbage and it's a lot of fun. So I'm pretty sure that's what Mike's going to want to do. Uh, okay. so, so there you go. Thanks Mike for your email. Uh, refuse at gmail.com. Our second and other email comes from listener Jen. Oh, our first female listener. Our unicorn. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's been a while since I've sent you an email, and I finally caught up on your shows, and I need to say a few things, as she always do, which is great. I am surprised that no one mentioned that the villain of Captain America actually won. He was able to do what he wanted, namely break up the Avengers team. That's pretty rare in a genre where the good guys always come out on top. Number two. I think what makes Marvel movies so much better than DC is the little moments. It's the small things that make you really want to actually hang out with these characters. From Vision cooking a subpar meal to Captain America to Cap's two best friends bickering about moving the seat up and teasing him after kissing his crush. DC doesn't give you this. At no point do you want to hang out with Superman or Batman. Huh, I think that's, that's actually true. a very valid, uh, valid, Absolutely. valid what? and fair point. That's what I was trying to say. Very Even, point. Yeah. You were going to go to it? <laughs> 
A very bad place. Uh, number three, I really <laughs> think your Captain episode was your best one yet. Good job, guys. Oh, thanks, Aww. Jen. And then, as always, she has something special for each individualist. Individual of us. I can't say. I, I really can't talk tonight, man. She only thinks the captain was good. She only thinks the captain episode was good because I didn't talk for like half the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is funny that you say that, Andrew. Um, <laughs> she says, Andrew, the mute button is your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, corny. Oh, corny. Oh, oh, don't you do it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that's all she wrote. <laughs> you son of a bitch. She really, oh, it's all she, she literally wrote corny and then quotations, please, in your Malachi audio clip here. It makes me laugh every time. Uh, I um, so Sam, so if Sean's wife is now ruined, does it make Sean ruined too? Absolutely. Sean's been ruined for a while. Yeah, so are you. So let's, yeah, let's, let's not yeah. talk about that. And then for me, me, she said, I wish you and your wife good luck. So oh. keep up the good work. Jay. Wait, wait. She said something nice about you? Yes, because I'm the nice guy on the podcast. And you're the <laughs> oh. asshole, remember? <laughs> wait a minute. You're the villain that, wait a second. that wins every episode for some reason. <laughs> what? Oh. Well, did, so. did the bad guy actually win? Yeah. I mean, kind of. Right, we got to break up, and people are in hiding now. And yeah, Captain America is a criminal. I mean, kind of mission accomplished. Wow. The only thing that they didn't, the only part of his plan he didn't really succeed in is that they didn't kill each other. Yeah, which is I think is what he would have wanted. Huh? There's um, want your face. There's actually if have any of you guys seen the sum of all fears? Yes. Uh, yes. Money. Andrew. Yeah, okay. it's been a while. But I was want to question it was an actual movie. Um, we're going to do that eventually for the podcast. Just go ahead and, and do all of the Jack Ryan series available to us. But that's kind of the main point of the movie is to, you can't fight Russia and America. You get them to fight each other. It's kind of the same concept. Okay. Uh, only in this case, it's Captain America versus Iron Man. So there you go. That's it. That's our show. So here's, <laughs> here's some business that we need to discuss. First of all, first, first point of business, uh, my wife uh, and I are expecting our child as we record this. She's to- currently in the hospital giving birth, but, but Sean is such a devoted podcaster that he is here tonight uh, with us uh, doing this, this wonderful podcast on the replacements. None of that is true. What is actually true <laughs> is... We are just that it's a home birth and she's stop it. Stop. He's, he's actually sitting in the I pool. will mute you all. <laughs> what is actually happening is my wife and I are going into the hospital tomorrow, um, uh, Wednesday, the 20 something. What room? Uh, I don't know. Uh, to don't, don't tell Sam, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Gaston County, and um, so. By the end of by the time this episode hits air, by the time you're actually listening to this episode, we will have had our new daughter. All right. So there will be no show next week. We're gonna take a week off and give me an opportunity to kind of acclimate to life with two children. And it's a it's an acclimation. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Uh, be Sam patient and, with us listeners. It might be two weeks. We'll see. We'll see. I, well, I'm gonna aim for just the one. I have been given permission that I can come back after uh, one. Um, don't but, you make her upset now? But that's yeah, that's uh, that's permission given to me 
before <laughs> the child is here. Yeah. Uh, so there's there is that. So there will be no episode next week. Um, so in its stead, I will be doing a live puppet show on YouTube. Uh, I like this idea and with paper bags and socks. I will make sure uh, I'm, that I'm watching the show. Yeah, I Absolutely. will make sure that uh, Stuart comes by with some high def cameras and can live stream it. Or you can just periscope nice. it. Um, that'd be oh yeah, too. periscope. Yeah, I need to do more of that. I just don't. Hey, do hey Sam. Hey Sam, I got an idea. Yeah. Let um. You are not going to uh, periscope the birth of my daughter. Sam. <laughs> All right, Sam. I have another idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that was actually an option. That, is that actually where you're going with no, that? No, no, no. Okay, because it would have been perfect if it would have been. Hey, let's, let's just uh, find out where Sean is and go screaming through the uh, hallways. Oh, my God, don't do where's that. Where's my ginger? Where's my ginger? Oh, don't do that. Where's don't. my ginger baby? Where's my ginger baby? Oh, my gosh. Let's not do that at all. <laughs> hey, I should just do that myself. That would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, so next Security week, there is a large man running through the building. Take him down. <laughs> anyway, uh, so next week, not next week, next episode. Again, we're taking the week off. Um, but next episode will be uh, the Mummy, Brandon Fraser's Fraser, the Mummy. Yeah. Uh, but before I get too much farther away from um, where I was supposed to go next, I was supposed to say, "What is your guys out of ten? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Andrew. Oh, uh, let's go six point seven. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's 6. a lot higher than I thought you were gonna go. Well, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but well, maybe that is too high. Hang on, let me let me rethink this. Okay. <laughs> let's worry. go six. Let's go six point one. Six point one uh, elephant ejaculates. <laughs> Good God. You know this don't look natural, right? <laughs> I'm just looking back over some of the some of your last few, Andrew. You liked Clear and Present Danger better. You liked Yes. You liked this better than Spy Games. You liked this yes. one tenth better than Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Okay. Oh yes, yeah. You only liked John Wick point two five more. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You just don't like Keanu Reeves. You I really don't. I don't like him at all. That's a shame. My computer's really hot right now. It's kind of boring me. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> well, you know, when your wife's been pregnant for so long, things get oh, a little attractive. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I see what happens. you did there. <laughs> oh, you sexy MacBook Air, you. <laughs> Corny. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 10 and a section of Puerto Rico's. Uh, 10? Yes, I'm going to give it a 10. 10? Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I love this movie. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch it before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> Seriously? I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm, going to I'm going to play it while I'm going to sleep. I don't think you've given a 10 on any oh, other movie Billy, we've yes, ever oh, done. Oh, yes, I have. Bill, Billy Bob Sorton, uh, Bob, Big Cop Jumanji. What uh, is wrong with you? <laughs> What's that one? The Billy Cop. <laughs> Big Cop Detroit. in Little Detroit. Yeah. What guy you? goes to Hollywood. Uh, he dies and goes to <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Beverly Hills Cop. There we go. I don't think you gave me a 10 <laughs> on that either. No, I think I was being subjective at the time. Uh, what movie would you have ever given the, a 10 on? The only one I could think of from this would have been um, Avengers. Avengers. Been. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been the only one. 
Well, I didn't write it down, so I, I have no way to prove you right or wrong. But uh, no, good for uh, you. I'm, I'm impressed. I that or Beverly or that or Beverly Hills Cop. Well, you didn't. I mean, well, I, I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, I might. What, what did I give it? I actually don't know. Um, it would have been a nine. Might not have been a ten, but it would have been up there. When did we do it? I did, it's not even on my list that we did it. Was that oh, that was one of our Phantom episodes. No, we did it. It aired. Oh, okay. It aired. It was our it's our first episode. Just for some reason it Well, whatever. I guess I can go back and listen to it, but then I don't want to. Uh anyway. <laughs> I will. Um, I, I no, mean like uh, the only thing I've ever I mean, personally, the highest movie that we've ever done for me rankings was Die Hard. And I gave it a nine point five. And I don't think we included that in the list because yeah, because that was just me and Steve. Yeah. All right. So cool. Ten. I'm and I guess I hate, I hate nothing about this movie. I told you I'm not. Gonna, I didn't say anything bad about it, Maybe and I, I can't. So didn't defend it very hard though. <clears throat> I'm just teasing. No. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Well. Uh, I will give this a good six and a half. Very enjoyable. Six and a half uh, kicks in the groin out of ten. That was funny when he was like, "Come here, come here, come here, stop!" And they kicked him in the nuts. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I gotta spell my name right. I'm gonna give it. Hmm, I'm gonna say a five point eight. Oh, wow! Uh, sixty-five yard field goal attempts that would never happen because the longest in the NFL is sixty-four. Um, by a Denver Bronco. Uh, in Mile High Stadium. In Mile High Stadium. Uh, there you go. Five point eight. I mean, the movie kind of is okay. It's funny. I like the football. I like Keanu Reeves, but I don't know. I just I like the football. I do like the football. All right, now we're done with hey, that. Bro, bro, we watch a hey, bro, we yeah. watch a football movie. You don't worry about the other horse. You're just as good as the horse. Uh, <laughs> that's it. So next week or not next week? Damn it! Next episode will be the Mummy, Brendan Fraser. Hey, and how appropriate! Sarah will be another Mummy. No, nice. Yeah. yeah good, good, good. good job, Sam. I'm actually Man. impressed. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't do that. That's, one. that's actually one of the better jokes you've ever had. <laughs> ever. <laughs> it was better than Mexpert. <laughs> oh. And I was so sad not to see that Mexpert wasn't the caption for Well, the, it needed the, to be the... it needed to be spoiler. I mean, <laughs> it needed to be spoiler alert. Cuz somebody's going to go, "What's Mexpert?" Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I make whatever. Usually, whatever dumb thing that we come up with an episode becomes the name of the episode. But I, yeah, um, I was like, "Oh, Mexpert, that's hilarious." So I wrote it down. But then, as I was posting the show, I was like, oh, "It really needs to say spoiler alert." Yeah. Okay. Fine. Whatever. We'll call this one Mexpert just because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this idea. Or I'll pay up. Uh, I'll create a Phantom episode for next week. So just that there's a placeholder. It just says nothing but Mexpert. <laughs> I like this idea. Watch it be our most downloaded podcast ever. Yeah, because it's like one second long. And it's just like corny John, saying like John Cage 433. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's our show. Um, All right. I Sorry, have, folks. I have nothing go more home. to say. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm going to teach your daughter how to fart on command. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, that's fair. Uh, so leave us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Um, crap, I can't remember what I was going to say. 
Big Mike. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, Jen and Mike yeah. for the emails. We appreciate it. Le- uh, visit our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Leave us uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com/cheapseatreviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. I am at Sean J Allred. Uh, Sam is at Saniji, which is S O N E J I sixteen. At Johnny Darko sixteen is corny. Johnny with two ends and. At A. Jemison is Andrew, of course. Uh, you may, uh, as always, please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, you may call and leave us a voicemail. Somebody, anybody, call, not you, Sam. Um, call <laughs> and leave us a voicemail at 704-271-4290. And that's going to do it for us, for the show. That's it. Good show, guys. I appreciate your love and support. Um well, not your Sam, but uh, Corny Aww. and Andrew. Um, uh, so it'll be a, yeah, a couple of weeks. But just to so give us, while, I'm, while I wait for Overture to Candide to, uh, to get to the point where I'm ready to say goodbye, um, we've got some really good stuff coming up, including Unforgiven, the Fantastic Four movie, Some of All Fears, We Were Soldiers. Um, I even put uh, Star Trek V made it onto the list. Um, oh. That is the worst Star Trek movie ever made. Sam, you and I are going to have a blast ripping it apart. So, there you oh, go. Dear. Anyway, that's my cue. So, on behalf of uh, Corny, Andrew, uh, Sam, and my new daughter, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night.